Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and as always, I'm joined by the Corn Bandit, Richard. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> Hello. That was my, uh, that was my... My Flounder Hello from uh, Animal House. Great movie. Ah, fl- oh, yeah, Flounder. Oh, yeah, Flounder. Flounder, when he goes, hello, fat, stupid, and drunk, there's no way to go to school. <laughs> uh, well, you're going to love this. You know, have you ever read the book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it God, is I one of the. That. It's one of the funniest books I've ever read. No, I, I, I've read it. And I, the book, I, I yeah, well, you have. Okay, well, then you yeah. know I mean. It, the the movie can't oh. hold a candle to what they did in actual in the actual oh book. No, it, it's it's G rated I mean some of the stuff they G-rated. did I don't know be like triple X rated oh yeah exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm saying the, the movie is oh compared yeah yes yeah. yes yes well uh, I tonight uh, got done eating a deer heart did you it, it was a phenomenal which one you. Did you well, had two. It's a good uh, good segue <laughs> into tonight's uh, podcast. Oh, but before we do that, so here's the thing, and you know me, I'm, I'm kind of a bee, and I wasn't really involved in in tonight's podcast story. You mean so the subject, I, yeah, the, the subject, because I was many miles away. But but I I, I do want to toot my own horn. Guess what this kitty the get what the guess what this kid got to do past Friday and Saturday night. That's right, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody was casting stones at me like I was a sodomite. And they said, oh, boo, boo, you go bird hunt. And I said, now, you know what? I'm going to let them cast their stones, and I'm going to turn it into bird pound and fuel. And sure enough, I limited out. Unbelievable. Texas Parks and Wildlife, a couple of years ago, uh, extended the season at least in our zone, which I think we're the central or north. Dove season. The north dove season, excuse me, yes. And uh, so sure enough, Friday night, I I, I was speechless. (laughs) There were so many dove when I showed up. It was over over some sunflower. And again, all migratory. We got ducks coming in, geese, cranes, all that. They're all migratory birds. There are so many dove when I showed up. And I literally drove in from Dallas. Dropped the kids and the wife off and, and, and emptied all my gear in the house. Got in one of our vehicles, hauled ass out there. I I, I shot eight dove in my loafers uh, because they were everywhere. And, and I, I couldn't even speak. I, mean, I, I wish I could have recorded myself because the, the noises coming at me sounded like I was like digesting something. It was amazing. Uh, but I did shoot the limited dove. And then uh, the following night, Saturday, I killed six more. Uh, and got to go hunt with my dad and, and my oldest daughter. It was really, really cool. So, uh, anyways, that's really all I have to contribute to this podcast besides some <laughs> questions. But I just want to let all of our listenership know that um, it, it's amazing, and you just got to keep, you got to keep hoping, you got to keep, keep the faith that you're going to well, live out. And, so, well, and the reason why, tell, remind people why that's why you you're saying it like you are. You know, I mean, compare, you know, tell them about the. The rest of the season. So. Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Well, that's that's very true. We may that's, have new uh, listeners that haven't heard. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. The so well, the, the 2018 Dove season. I mean, it, it, Noah's Ark showed up about halfway through September, and we had torrents and torrents of rain. And when you hunt over water, it was it was totally scrapped. So we basically stopped dove hunting uh, in the in the middle of September. Well, this year we definitely had some rain, but it was dry, and the birds were definitely hitting water. We had some sunflower. So it was a hell of a lot better season this year. Um, but but the problem was I couldn't really go in October, and I was really upset. I'd cry, you know, counseling, all that kind of stuff. Stupid soccer games. Anyway, that's a long story. Rocking in your fetal position. Yeah, oh, God, it was awful. It's absolutely terrible. And, and just to, to, to go and to have a hunt like that, you know, a day before it ends, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a really good time. So, well, anyways, congratulations! Thank you, thank you very much. And you know, we were going going back real quick to the to the guy who cast the stone. You know who cast the first stone? <laughs> it's our own Jimmy Jimmy right here. 
He done cast the first stone. He said, why are you going out there and going bird hunting? You should be deer hunting. Yeah, and when true. I came back with a with a bunch of birds, he was jealous. He cried. <laughs> no, uh, well, not that far. Yeah, I mean, well, what do they say about a broken clock? Uh, it's it's uh, something I don't know. But anyway, two in the bags, more four in the bush, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, and this officially marks the longest intro we've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, that's so well, right think... up there. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, anyways, that's me, selfish Richard. Out. Well, any getting back to the dove heart um, that uh, yeah. I cooked for myself tonight. Oh yes, it was uh, amazingly tasty, as they always are. Uh, I have a I have a pretty good recipe uh, that I go by, and I actually documented on the on the Feed Bandit website. So, huh. if anyone's interested, uh, go to feedbandit.com/slash/heart. It'll take you right to that recipe, but just for everyone out there, if you're the kind of person, and you know most people are, so there's, I mean, you know, I can't hold it against you. Me? Most people that I hunt with are like this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're the kind of person that only gets all the, you know, the nice, beautiful, you know, regular red meat around the deer and everything, but ignores, you know, the body cavity, then oh. you're missing out, <laughs> especially with the heart of the deer. I believe, and I've come to be convinced that the heart is, if cooked properly, is the tastiest cut that you can take out of a deer. No question about it. And I know, I know, I know what you're saying. That you're saying you're calling BS on it, but I'm being dead serious. So you know, check out that recipe or that uh, that cooking that I documented at feedband.com/heart, and you'll follow it to the T. And I believe you'll agree with me. You know, it, it's awesome. And I finally convinced old Corn Bandit here to let me cook it for him, and he'll actually try it. Because at the beginning, you know, whenever oh, I God, mentioned are we doing that, I that this weekend? Start. Well, here, well, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, because <laughs> it can't coincide with the Tech West Virginia game, because I'll throw up everywhere. I mean, I got <laughs> no, double no, reasons. No, no, don't knock it till you try it. Um, don't knock it till you try it. Everyone, uh, anyone listening, don't knock it till you try it, because it is actually pretty dang good. Uh, so, uh, anyway, check out that recipe. Um, as far as this weekend, I will not be cooking a heart this weekend because I actually ate the other one last night. Oh, <laughs> did you really? <laughs> oh my God. You got to start eating. Or- <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, I mean, they're really good. But tonight I purposely saved a particular heart because I wanted to have it in my system when we ended up talking about our our topic tonight, and that is our a successful uh, little little hunt I had with uh, one of our good buddies, Rich, who is uh, who's on the phone with us tonight. Hey, Rich, you still there? <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Well, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we had a uh, we had a pretty fun little adventure on Saturday uh, evening, did we not? We did. I got to tell you, first off, though, uh, I got to say, uh, tears. I didn't see Jimmy any tears coming out of Jimmy's eyes unless you count the beer, drop the beer down <laughs> down his throat. That's that is tears, then maybe. But, Richard, I, I can't say I saw him crying at all about your wow. but, uh, I tell you it what. Was a nice, it was a nice haul, and you were generous enough to share, so thank you. Oh, that. that's true. Yeah, I forgot. Him. God, I'm a good guy. Hey, you guys smelled really that. bad when you got back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> to throw that out there. <laughs> well, we had, uh, like I said, we had a Rich and I had an interesting adventure. Uh, you know, this weekend, what we noticed, or really, I guess maybe starting a week before, or whenever, uh, so, some of the guys that went down to Rancho Bandito to hunt some deer uh, were noticing that uh, the deer really weren't wanting to come into the feeders much at all. Uh, we were seeing that. You know, the oak trees around had a, I guess, a bumper crop of acorns. Plethora. A plethora of acorns. And, man, they were just hanging out around the oak trees, under the oak trees. I mean, you drive by a big oak tree, you see several deer down there. And uh, we noticed, you know, that that trend continued, I guess, Friday and into Saturday morning. It was kind of difficult. But also the other factor that was – that was going about was the rut, you know, had already had, be, had begun. 
It's a little. I mean, it, 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 it's no, a little. No. Pre, it, it's a little. I pre- think it's what. Remember that that it, maybe that split. That split one we talked about in that previous podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. I mean, <clears throat> both time I sat, they were. I mean, they were chasing like. I mean, with like drool coming out of their mouths and fighting. Like it when I sat yeah. at. The, well, think about it, dude. When we used to go to a bar, we did the <laughs> exact same thing. That was year round. That's too well. When I saw them really fighting, it was Saturday morning. So man, they must have stayed up all night. Yeah, there's no way, dude. I totally <laughs> Oh, and, and, and just just talking about the acorns real quick, I throw in something real quick. The hogs were a no show this weekend too. Well, uh, we, except we, Friday night. You're right, except for Friday night, which is beyond bizarre why he showed up where he did. But well, uh, let me tell you that story just real quick. Yeah. Uh, so I was sitting at uh, one of our outlying blind and feeders, and we had filled it up, set the timer, and everything. Oh, pro- God, geez, maybe a month ago. So we were th- I was hoping that there would still be some corn and stuff in there. So when I went out there, you know, I sat there. and uh, Beautiful evening. You know, it was great sitting out there. And uh, I kept wondering, you know, I, I missed the feeder going off. I don't know. I didn't because I didn't hear it or anything. And uh, But luckily enough, about 530, a big boar walks in. And uh, so obviously I dispatched him, but the, when I went to check it, the feeder was completely empty. That's I mean, it was bone dry. Work, by the way, yeah, exactly. It was like, why is this guy even coming in here? <laughs> you know, there's like other places to go. So uh, now I had to dispatch him on Friday night. So uh, yeah, that is Tyson. Look, I finally had a finally had a piece of it. Yeah, but you didn't <laughs> but anyway. save the meat. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> But uh, what were you going to say about acorns? No, I was just going to say the hogs. The, uh, oh, the hogs okay. were were almost a no-show as well. And and that is just, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one of our, our real, one of the fears we, we go to was like, when you want to shoot a hog, you end up going here. Um, I was told that the corn was starting to stack up, which is crazy. Oh, it was, yeah. It was even stacked up under the Gonzalez feeder. Like, God, really? From back, you know, I, I could tell that it, it emptied itself oh. probably uh, maybe half a week to a week ago, but it was still stacked down there, you know, so that's how much, you know, no one cared to go there. Wow. Uh, same at the, I drove around, uh, let's see, same in the back mm. at the H, at, at the Rainbow yeah. Bandita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacked up. Um, and anyway, but, uh, no, really to get to this, this, uh, the reason why we have Rich on tonight, tell the story of, uh, of what went on. We think I, I mean, hopefully there's some good uh, lessons to be learned. Lessons I learned myself. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still obviously learning, so you know some things to that we want to point out and whatnot. But uh, just to lay the groundwork here, uh, continue laying the groundwork uh, because we knew or we had a feeling that deer really weren't coming going to the blinds. We thought, you know, we need to get out of the blind and work our way around the ranch. You know, looking for like t- essentially taking ourselves to ourselves to the deer. And that's what Rich and I decided to do. So uh, I don't know. You want to start talking about it, Rich? You know, what uh, What was going through your head? Uh... Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, pretty much what uh, my buddy Dave and I call safari hunting. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Dave there. Um, yeah, no, we were driving around, and they were jumping out all in front of us, right? I mean, three yeah. or four groups of three or four up at, at sometimes so well you made a great uh, you made a great analogy i think i think we were sitting we we're sitting on one of the 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 hills down the power line and what did you say it was like uh it was like big buck hunter or something you know how they're going past yeah, each other yeah. left to right <laughs> it felt like we were in, yeah i felt like we were in a video game because <laughs> they just literally just kept coming across the road and trails and just jumping out from everywhere <laughs> that is exactly what i said i said it's like a video game yeah yeah yeah, so you know, you know, we're just just driving around, seeing. I mean, we saw probably. I mean, geez, I don't know. I mean, all all together, I would say I don't know, thirty, forty, fifty deer. It was a lot of damn deer, especially in the distance, if you count all those uh, total. And uh, I was uh, I was the uh, driver initially, so uh, Rich was riding shotgun, and so he could jump out and you know get on a deer if if we saw one. And, uh, you know, so we just were uh, driving around, seeing what we could see. And 
we uh yeah, we stopped a couple times you know to have some good conversation we got into a little uh little politics and that that was fun uh, have you thought any more about the, the things I I brought up? I don't think we solved no, a single I, problem. <laughs> no. no, no problems were solved. But, uh, but no, I mean we drove around probably you know stopping uh, places to sit and wait uh, here and there for at least a good probably hour uh, until we were really you know on to some where we had some in our you know in our sights. Uh, Easily now. I mean, we left the house what three forty-five, four, right? So, and I think when we actually shot, it was about an hour and fifteen minutes till last light, something like that. Yep. So, yeah, that's true. So, so, I mean, maybe two hours, you know, an hour and a half to two hours, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's interesting when you're kind of driving around, you know, and looking because you know you're wanting to. You don't shoot indiscriminately, right? So you have kind of that added sense of, well, when you see them, you know, you need to kind of you know, get out and make sure they're not spooked by you, get set up to be able to, you know, to get the deer. But at the same time, you got to be running your checks, you know, or, or going through your progressions, you know, as they say, football, right, to make sure that is a good management deer. Um, Richard, you got anything to say along those lines? Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's tough. It's real tough. Um, you know, it it, it kind of brings back you know the reason why we've got feeders. You know, is being able to kind of you know to really identify. But when you're safari type hunting, like you say, you got to be able to to spot a deer, get out, make a decision very quickly, and 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 try to you know put that animal down. It's it's definitely not easy. The the other thing is besides not only trying to put the animal down. But it's trying to identify what's in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guy. You know, there could be a prize bull over in the next pasture, an old, you know, old uh, Jibo keels over with the thirty odd six in his gullet, and you're in deep, you know what? But, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. It's tough. Yeah. Well, along yeah. those lines, uh, Jimmy, along the lines of what you're saying, I mean, tell tell them about the one you passed on uh, and why. Oh, hey, hold on, one quick moment. Hey folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feeds, supplies, and services you need, when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com, where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the FeedBandit Hunter Search, over at feedbandit.com. We'll find your feed. The the one that was right right there to the left that was really yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, you have to be like you say. You got to be discriminant. Sometimes yeah. it's even awkwardly awkwardly discriminant. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I got out. I had one right there in my my crosshairs, but you know, it, it's tough when they're like twenty five yards away. You know, <laughs> it's actually sometimes easier when you see them at a hundred yards to be able to, you know, identify them and compare them to the other deer that are around, you know, cause it's like, you know, the, the depth perception along the lines of the, you know, the size of their bodies and all that, you know, it's, it's really tough to be able to do that. So, you know, I, I thought it might've been a good one, but I didn't want to be biased by the difference in, you know, in distance there, you know, I'm not a bow hunter, so you know a bow hunter probably has is a lot better at that. You know, being able, being used to being a lot closer, whereas mine, you know, my my perception is a lot farther. You know, hundred yards, hundred fifty yards, maybe even two hundred yards to be able to to identify it. And that's well, sense, so. and 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 you know, it, it brings up a, a good point. You know, if uh, if you get if you if you've gotten within twenty five yards in a motor, motorized vehicle of a deer, that deer either's got Helen Keller syndrome. Or it's probably extremely young. Um, you know, you're not going to see a big old nana doe hang around, <laughs> you know, with some with some uh, motorized vehicle with two yahoos in it. You know? Yeah, I would I would agree. That's it's it's rare. But, That's no, only happened once. You should have just shot her, so we could uh, test. Like, oh no, she's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we were wrong. Well, I'm still pretty sure that she was a good one, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it could she, be. She, she did look like a good one, and 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 gosh, I mean, Jimmy, you had your your gun up twice. 
Yeah. yeah. I think he like had it up and like pulled it down and then put it back up again and looked at me and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. yeah. And usually when I'm like that, you know, I just say, eh, no. I'll, I'll yeah, wait. that's not like you even said. That's not like you. That's not like you. You're like a cold blooded killer. <laughs> Or harvester. <laughs> yes, a cold blooder yet discriminate harvester. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, we saw that one, and uh, well, you know, uh, so we got back in the car, and, and you know, we are in, in the vehicle, and you know, we're driving a little further, and you know, we kept seeing seeing some pretty decent ones here and there, although they were getting spooked a little a little more, right? I mean, remember the one that I thought was probably the best one that we saw, but unfortunately, going back to what Richard was saying. You know, the, the the background, you know, what if the bullet happens to yep. miss or whatever, you know, you want to, you want to talk about that one? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that one, if I remember, we, I actually got out of the vehicle, came around the other side and was using the back of the vehicle as a perch to get a good stance. And it was just, uh, you, you kind of mentioned to me, Hey, I, I don't know, man, I said, should I go or not? And so I don't know with the, the background, right. Cause there's a road there. And so we decided not to, not to pull the trigger at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doe was a uh, gut boy. Was she lucky? <laughs> you know, she looked great. <laughs> so she was probably she was old. Maybe she knew what she was doing. She was like, well, if I I'm kind of caught here, so if I position myself strategically right here with that road behind me, these guys will be smart enough not to pull the trigger. <laughs> Maybe that's what she was gambling on. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, little, she lucked out. Maybe a little taunting. Maybe a little taunting. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that too. Uh, but no, uh, after that, you know, we, I think we ended up driving a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe another 15 minutes or so, but we, we caught a glimpse of several groups in the distance. I mean, they were probably, you know, when we're on top of that ridge there by the, the power lines. We were up, I was going to say, we came all the way up to the top of the ridge and we had what a good, I'd say a good 240 degree view, 180, 240, somewhere in between. Yeah. And so we had, we had a group off to the left and down the power line moving right to left. Right. Right. And, uh, we, man, we were looking at those, those and the, and I swear there are several in there that are really good. So we got, you know, got back in the vehicle pretty quickly and tried to make our way down there, you know, as stealthily as we possibly can in that vehicle. And, uh, we got down there and sure enough, you know, we we rolled up, and about oh, I'd say maybe two hundred yards away, there they were crossing the road. You want to take it from there with what happened? Yeah, I mean they went they went across right to left, and it was a it was a quick decision. It was like kill the engine, you know, let's stop. And kind of rolled forward another, you know, foot or two, and next thing you know, it we're like, okay, now what? Let's just wait. We didn't have to wait long. It was maybe fifteen seconds later. And, who knows what it was? Probably a, probably a buck in rutting chased them back right, and here comes one right back across right away. And I was in a perfectly uh, positioned, kind of over the windshield of the vehicle. Next one came out, and well, you pretty much said the second one, the one in the middle, and there's a third behind it. And so they started moving left to right. And they were moving. They maybe had, they maybe had maybe five or 10 seconds where they stopped and I, I just, ang- I, I aimed up and fired and we had a good hit. At least, I mean, I, you know, heat of the moment, I, I fired, I, I turned to you, I said, did I get it? And you had binoculars on it, right? Yep. Oh uh, yep. I had the binoculars on her and she did that characteristic kind of, kind of jump hop in, in, a, in a, you know, in a way. And, uh, it looked like she did, she tried to kind of like, you know how sometimes they're like, act like they're kicking the bullet away or something, you know, just a real quick kind of like jump hop and kick. And then she kind of, uh, jogged off to the right, but on the right, if you're, as you, if you remember, I mean, that there was some, uh, I guess there were they mesquite trees or something to where she kind of went behind them. And, uh, we're like, okay, well, I mean, I, I knew you hit her. Like, I mean, there was no question about it. Characteristic, you know, hit and jump. And, uh, but the problem was we were in a position where, uh, we didn't see her go down, right? So, yeah, so, so we were we we're kind of we were kind of still up a little high, heading down the power line, down lower. They were down below, and then there was an uphill beyond them. So it was a perfect shot. I mean, the, probably the safest shot you could make. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough to see. It was tough to judge distance. Um, and yeah, she ran off. So we just decided what we decided, let's, let's sit here, let's wait. But mm-hmm. did we wait long enough? I don't know. Right, right. And, you know, and, and, and uh, I know you had trouble seeing them, but I was able to see the group that she was with kind of stop about, I would say, maybe 50 to 75 yards to the right behind some mesquite trees there. And they're just kind of sitting there. And for, for what I've seen before, for, you know, when that happens is I was thinking, OK, well, she ran off kind of behind those trees and laid down right there. Maybe she's you know, doing a little death throw or doing something, you know, dying there. But the the deer were looking, you know, sitting there and just kind of looking at her. You know, I've seen that happen, you know, a lot before. So I figured, okay, we're all right because they just stayed there. You know, they didn't do like a, you know, even after you shot, you know, they kind of jogged her right there and didn't do like a massive sprint off, you know, into the distance like they do sometimes when you miss or you put one down and the rest of them just kind of sprint off. So I was thinking... Oh, okay, you know, we'll just this should be a, a quick uh, roundup, you know, and <laughs> be be on our way. So, and then on our way towards uh, possibly the next one. That's <laughs> right. right. That's get, right. Get, 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 get Jimmy one. I was all I was thinking was, all right, I got mine out of the way. Let's get Jimmy one. I'll drive, and Jimmy will take the uh, shotgun. Right. So. Right. Right. So we stayed there, or <clears throat> we sat there and waited. Uh, shoot, I don't know. What do we wait? Five, five to ten minutes, maybe ten minutes at the most. And this probably, this not probably it. It was my call to 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 go and try and try to find her because I again I had I thought I seeing all the characteristics I thought that she probably would have been down and dispatched you know at the uh, in that area uh, about you know at that time because at that point the other <clears throat> excuse me the other deer had had walked off. You know, that's I forgot to say that. Yeah, that group of deer had walked off. So, so in their and their yeah, we had eyes on them, and they were yep, down one deep. doe. So one doe was not in that group. <laughs> so like, okay, uh, so let's go. So we drove up to about the point at where he shot her, and you know, <clears throat> that's probably maybe going that soon is I would say my mistake uh, number one. <laughs> in this scenario but uh number two is the big one and where we went and i just i thought i knew just where she was and we really didn't stop where he shot her and look for blood on the ground right there to make sure well, that he didn't miss can, yeah, if, 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 let, me, let me interject real quick you know if, if you see the the telltale hop you know that that is a great indicator that you've hit something fatal um, I mean, it just is bizarre that the most of the know, time, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, most of <laughs> the time, yeah, clearly. Um, you know, you would have thought where the bullet would have hit, they would have had a different reaction. Uh, so I, dude, I don't blame you. But we haven't, we haven't not revealed going. that yet. No, I know, I, I, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. No spoiler. But, uh, well, don't spoil. Uh, but yeah, no. So I mean, we just figured, gosh, she's got to be right there, right? You know, I mean, well, and, and you're right. We didn't really. We should have walked the tra- the the actual power line trail first, and we didn't do that. But right, but uh, oh, we well. jumped out, and it, it. Another part of it was the 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 land right there is very much kind of prairie. So there's not as much. It's not very thick with with cedars at all. At least right where he shot her, and. Yeah. Uh, it was really just uh, mesquite trees there. There's like one or two cedars kind of in that area, at least right in that immediate part. And uh, so so I, another part of what I was figuring was, well, we'll be able to see her laying down pretty pretty easily. You know, was, the sun was still high in the sky at this point. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, let's, let's go. So we jump out, and I think you stayed to look for blood, right, Rich? Well, you kind of went off. If, if, if from from the vehicle, I would say we did a V. You went yeah, left yeah. on the left left V, and I I went on the right side of V, and kind of went off that way. And eventually, we just kind of turned to each other. I mean, after what ten minutes of of, of just walking around around our our kind of line in the V, and mm-hmm. I kind of hey anything? No, nothing. No blood. No blood. Right. Yeah, it was, a, it was crazy, you know, and obviously looking under the trees, you know, because where they typically go to lay down and die, you know, that type thing, and 
I was just amazed she wasn't right there. I was like, what in the heck? Because we didn't see, you know, we saw like four doe and we only saw three go off. So she had to be somewhere. <laughs> you know, so, had to be somewhere there, you know, like every blind. And then, uh, let's see, I think you went back. Didn't you walk back to start looking for blood? No, you're, you're, I... you're, you're, you you called me. You said, well, here, come on over here. Is what you oh, said. Okay. And I, started, I started walking towards you. Yes. It was right about that time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right about that time is when I, I did not have my pistol or, or my rifle with me, and right about that time, that was actually mistake number two. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there was this shadow. I mean, it's amazing that uh, how this worked. I guess it was from that one big, that first big cedar tree, and it was a shadow over the ground right there, the prairie kind of ground right there. And, you know, walking and all of a sudden, bam, she gets up out of that spot right there. It's like, how did we miss her? You know, she gets up and kind of limps off, right? I mean, she's not sprinting like a normal deer would or anything. So I'm like, okay, well, we watch her kind of go to the top of the ridge. And there's a there's a big kind of pile of old cedars that y'all have been cut down and piled up there. And uh, she goes right to the side of that pile and stops. But I mean, as she was walking, we could see that. Yeah, I mean, she's she's fatally wounded. It's just a she matter of yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. It was it was just a matter of like, okay, well, you know, did we fatally did we wound her fatally enough? You know, what I mean, because at this point now we're like, oh crap, we want to put her out. You know, I mean, want to be able to get her, find her, and and really put her down if it wasn't, you know, heart lung or you know a critical shot. Uh, so we sat there and we're like, okay, we see her. And then she kind of goes over the ridge. So we're like, well, crap. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, crap. <laughs> now what? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Take it. You went back to the vehicle, and I started walking towards where she was. Right? Yeah, because she looked like, I mean, it looked like she was just going to fall down, basically. I mean, it was, you know, she was uh, she was in bad shape. So yeah, you do that. I walk back to the car, the vehicle, and then I get it, and I drive up, kind of catch up with you, and then you you take it kind of from there. Well, I kind I kind of gave you the the the, the closed fist, like hold up. And mm-hmm. I was I was standing there, and what maybe fifty yards away, there's three or four doe, probably two of them are shooters, and you walk all the way over. You stopped the vehicle and had started walking to me already, so I gave you the closed fist, like hold up. And I and then I gave you the hey come on over here. you walked all the way over to me and we literally stood there and and stared at three other does that probably one at least maybe two were shooters yeah and it, they it may have tempting. been her friends yeah <laughs> it was tempting <laughs> it was tempting but we were like well shit we got to find this deer you know so <laughs> so we had to pass exactly. on had to pass on those trophies <clears throat> but exactly. uh, no I mean from there. Uh, you know, we were kind of at the top or over the ridge, and we didn't see her. Now, going down the ridge, that's where the line of cedar trees started. Right? Yeah, God, I, and this is where I couldn't believe it, and I think this is where you want me to take over it. Yeah, yeah. So then you went back to the vehicle again and started, you know, I started down past the, the fallen down, you know, the cut down cedar pile, and I start walking down, and, you know, it's more prairie, and but it's downhill, and I found out later that it was, it's downhill because it heads towards the dry creek bed, and that's later in the story. But get 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 a little further and start hitting the line of cedars along the dry creek bed, and you know they're, they're probably three or four or five cedars deep before the creek bed. Well, it's probably the first or second cedar that I walk by. I'm walking. I'm looking right. I'm looking left. I'm looking. Whoa! There's a I, I literally did a double take and I went, there she is. And I, I, I took one left step back to turn left and raised my rifle. And she was underneath a, a cedar that was obviously a, a bed, a bedding spot for the animals. And she jumped up and ran off again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I ran around that cedar. I lifted, I lifted up my gun and I tried to get my sight on her and she ran off again through the cedars and down towards the creek bed. I said, "Oh my God! Now what?" And you, right. you came and found me, and from there, I guess you take it back. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was <clears throat> at this point, it was about, well, I don't know, twenty minutes to sundown, I guess, or so. So we're parked back there at the beginning of this 
was like a Sherwood Forest of Cedars. <laughs> you know, thinking, <laughs> we got about 20 minutes of light left. We're like, oh, geez. And we know which direction she went. But this time we're like, you know, where we thought previously, that's like, there's no way, you know, she's going to get up or go far. But she did it already twice, right? So now we're like, okay, well, <clears throat> shoot, we, yeah, we screwed up twice. So we should probably wait just a little longer. However, you know, we get in here, even with flashlights, you know, if, we're going to get lost because it's, I mean, it's pretty bad. So it's like, it's kind of one of those, uh, you know, uh, kind of decisions that we make. And then I thought, and I th- had a, you know, I was like, well, wait a minute, God, it's amateurs here, amateur hour. We know where she was laying down. Well, let's go back and find the dang blood under the, under the tree where she was laying down and restart our blood trail from there. And that's, and we'll, well go, well, we'll use that. Right. We hadn't, fa- we hadn't found blood up until that point. Well, right, we hadn't found blood up to that point, but remember, we just we were like, "Well, let's go back to where you where you just spooked her up again." Yeah, I mean, we know? talked about. I think we talked about five or six different options. Yeah, we did. And finally, <laughs> found one that uh, like, I was like, "Yeah, that actually makes sense. Let's go do that." <laughs> yes, we went back, and you know, I mean, shoot, we bar- we found like what three drops under that tree, but they were fresh, so we knew we had something <laughs> at least. Yep. <laughs> so like, that was yeah, where. We- thank you. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think just a quick side thing. I, I think that we we both were. I even turned. I said, "Is it possible that she injured herself?" Like when yeah, she was you scared her. Shot? Exactly. Yeah. Did she like turn too fast and like pull a hammy? Like, exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. Like twist an ankle or something. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, because at this point, it were th- you know any anything could have been the case. You know, after all this happened, and so after her, yeah, after her running twice, it was yeah. refreshing to actually find. It was literally like a quarter size, maybe a half dollar size little splotch of blood, and that was it. Right, right. So then when we saw that, I mean, I, that's when I was like, oh, okay, well, my eyes were not deceiving me when I saw saw you shoot her and what she did and all blah, blah, blah. So, you know, maybe maybe it was just a matter of not getting, you know, the critical area enough, you know, to where, you know, she's able to live a little longer. <clears throat> so we... we sat there at that spot and we we sat there and we were like, okay, which way did you see her go this time? You know, this time. <laughs> so let's mark that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like a, there was that, what was it? An oak tree or like a, an elm or something that was right or in the tall, direction. Maybe a tall, tall mesquite that was just a little thin. Yeah. A little thin. Yeah, something. Tree. I mean, it's hard to, hard the to tall, tell. From the tallest where, tree in the Sherman right. Wood Forest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> You know that right there is is the uh, the marker right. So yep. we use that as kind of our, our the marker guide, and we and we decided that I would stay with with the vehicle so that both of us wouldn't get lost in the forest, and Rich would go and uh, you know use his instincts and light and whatever to to find this doe. So you wanna you wanna sure, take yeah, it I, from there. First off, yeah, absolutely. Immediately assured Jimmy that no matter where the deer ran, I would not turn back towards him. <laughs> hey, hold on one second. Hey, folks, do you want to level up your hunting game and gear? If so, join the hunt to get killer hunting tips and tricks that'll help you out in the field. Text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now. And when you do, you'll even get access to some exclusive deals on the hunting gear and services we discuss right here on this podcast. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now and join the hunt. That's right. I said, okay, when this, if this doe gets up again, just remember what direction yeah. I am. Right. A joking point, but uh, a very serious one in, in the same, same breath. I said, I yeah, I mean, judging by the past history of the doe getting up, you know. Was like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what if she gets up and runs towards Jimmy? Don't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I basically set out and started walking towards that tree, and I just did sort of a zigzag pattern. I didn't know what else to do. The first thing I thought of was, let me zig, zig left and, and go as far left as I, I think I want to go. Because, you know, I, all in all, I probably walked a good mile and a half in, in all, maybe even more. When it was all said and done, it was a good, well, I mean, it was a good 20 minutes. We were, it was about seven, maybe, maybe five till seven when I started out. Yeah. And last light was like 7.15. So it was about 20 minutes of searching because it was dark when you finally came and got me. But uh, zigzag pattern, far left as I, want, I thought I could go, 
more of a diamond pattern, I guess. And then I went as far straight ahead as I wanted to go, sort of on an angle back towards the right, long story short, back towards the far right, going past the creek bed. And then, I, I mean, I looked under every cedar. At this point, I got my flashlight out in my left hand. I've got my rifle on my right, pistol on my side. And I'm just, I'm walking around trying to just any, any possible sign I could find, body shape or under a cedar that looks like a, a bedding spot, nothing. I finally, from all the way far, farthest right I want to go, and it's a little thicker in there. I come through all the thick stuff, and there's the creek bed. So I said, all right. Work my way along the creek bed back towards Jimmy, and this is it. Um, I'm, we're not going to find this deer, and I was, you know, I was uh, a little distraught about it. I was upset, uh, you know, and uh, I'm walking along the creek bed just doing the same thing, and sure enough, I, I just happen to flash to the right, and I'm almost back to the same spot where Jimmy is. He's like maybe <laughs> 20, 30 yards into the Sherwood Forest back behind me, and I look to my right along the creek bed, and there she is. She's underneath a bedding spot, bedded spot for uh, you know, under a cedar, and she's just laying there breathing and looking at me. And that was it. Found her, and I was my first. I think the first thing I said was, "Oh yeah." You did. I was like, "I was like what?" <laughs> like, yeah, you're like what? <laughs> I'm like, I got her. And then so, that's when yeah. I had the the wave of uh, relief come over me, like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Right. And, uh, so, you know, just, just did the humane thing and dispatched her and, uh, and guided Jimmy in and we, we picked her up and, uh, that's why Jimmy ate a, a deer heart tonight, huh? That's right. That's right. And, you know, at this point it was, uh, pitch black. So uh, the, the only way I could even find him, you know, was the, his, the faint look of his flashlight through some of the cedar, you know, there. So let, let me tell you, it, it would be easy to get swallowed up by that forest in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll no tell doubt. you, it, it, it is crazy, absolutely crazy that um, that with you know with with the lack of blood and, and everything else, that y'all were still able to find her. That is that is crazy, crazy, crazy. But man, that's sometimes it pays to be lucky. Well, lucky, but persistence also. I mean, oh I, yeah, for sure. It's tough when that happens, right? Because, you know, there are times, you know, you get to a point where it's like, well, when do you call off the search, as they say, oh, yeah. or whatever, you know? And, oh, yeah. Uh, luckily, we still had, we were, it was still kind of early, even though when he found it, it was pitch black. But, it, you know, we had been searching, da, 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 so I guess, I mean, <laughs> we would have felt obviously horrible if we called off the search and didn't find her. We were so relieved when we did find her. Oh, but, yeah. you know, I mean... It happens to where, you know, you just don't know. Sometimes it's like, you know, we just got to stop looking. And I remember saying something to the effect of uh, making some comment of like, well, just go about like 50 yards. You know, this is the last part or whatever. And I said, you know, and it's entirely possible she's 52 yards away, you know. But, I mean, at some point you got you to gotta just that's, know your own boundaries, you know. Well, I mean, honestly, if I'd have just gone straight to the spot, it, it probably was a. I mean, do you remember how how far? Yeah. You drove? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was uh, not far. Like as a crow flies, it was, 50, it was probably, probably twenty five yards. Twenty five yards. I was gonna say fifty, but it wasn't far. I mean, for you to get to me once once uh once I called you over. So. Right. Right. All right. Well. Well, Rich, t- tell everybody where you ended up hitting her. <laughs> so that, that's the that's know, the crazy so, part of the whole thing. I'm only stalling here, but uh, <laughs> we didn't really find out until uh, we got back to camp where where I actually had wounded her. And um, so, in the autopsy, what did it say? <laughs> I, I'm I'm stalling again, but because uh, my buddy Dave, who I mentioned earlier uh, in, in the podcast, has also done this uh, on a deer <laughs> in South Texas, and I w- witnessed it and gave him. Holy hell, for a very long time. Well, unfortunately, I now have done the same thing, which is I've now shot a deer in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, it's uh, it, it's interesting because <clears throat> she was going left to right, crossing the road, and you're right-handed. So it is. 
Well, I'm, I'm sure I just jerked, you know, jerked the, the, the rifle, jerked the trigger, and I wasn't in the most comfortable position being, you know, in the ATV and, you know, the shot downhill. And I'm, I'm positive my rifle. I know you're probably thinking out there, what about your rifle? Is it sighted in? This rifle has not ever been touched, and I've never had – I've always been right, you know, in the middle of the paper whenever I do test it. So I am positive it hasn't been dropped or anything like that. It's it's accurate. So yeah. It's just one of those things, you know, they were, they were moving. And I mean, we talked about it earlier, Jimmy, right? I mean, they were, they were all over the damn place. We couldn't yep. keep up with them. The minute we'd see them, they, they were off. There was a, a buck right behind every single doe. Yep. And yep. Uh, so I think that there was a little bit of added pressure and, you know, pressure sometimes, uh, you, you know, you don't necessarily perform exactly as you normally would. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I shot it in the ass. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. It happens. Uh, ass, ass happens. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what I learned here, though, was you know, you know, and I, I've I've mulled this over in my head, you know, and I look back on it and I think, you know, I put all those points together where I saw what she did, you know, uh, I didn't see you know, out of the four, I only saw three walk off, you know, all those things, and I thought, you know. <sighs> Yeah, it's easy to say in hindsight that maybe we should have waited a little longer just because we didn't actually see the body hit the ground. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm going to really beat myself up too much on this one. You know, because I, yeah. I just, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe what do you it. think, Corn Bandit? No, I, I, I mean, guys, it, it, you know. It, I got it, plenty of other ones to beat myself up on. As an example, just real quick. I did guide Rich on a doe. I mean, on a fawn mm-hmm. a, a couple of years ago. I think it was. So I did beat myself about up on that one, but this one, eh, you know, after after reconsidering it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not easy, you know, and and it, even when you're you know, even when the deer is not, you know, doesn't even know you're there, you know, you hear the stories about you know the deer took a step or he he turned to the last second, you know, and um, I I think the real real thing to take from this story is just to uh uh it's just to you know it's persistence keep what keep up with it you know have a plan uh but probably most importantly don't rush it you know um and so yeah and i guess the other thing is, is always keep a flashlight with you i remember last year when our good buddy tyson shot a a uh, probably two and a half year old spike. He was pretty old. He shoots a seven millimeter, and he he blasted this thing from about eighty yards, and it opened up a wound in the in the chest of this deer that's bigger than a cantaloupe. And this thing ran for well over a quarter mile. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and and thankfully we had the flashlight and, and not just cell phones to follow. So yeah, we actually recounted that story in uh, episode we did. last year. See, I'm looking it up here. What episode number was that? It was a good episode. It was a good, yeah. uh, a good one. So trying to find it here for people to go back and reference. Yeah, I think for me, for me, if you, while he's looking at that, I'll just say for me, my as a, only like 12, 13 year Richard. I think you were the one who introduced me to hunting 13, 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14 years ago. I mean, that was a that was a coming of age for me personally, um, having to track a deer that way that long and like you say patience and persistence and, and right. finally getting it is probably the biggest relief i've ever had as a hunter you know i've, right. I've shot bucks i've shot axis i had a trophy above my mantelpiece axis buck that I, I shot safari hunting with dave that is amazing animal it, i've never been more relieved than actually finding this this little oh, sure. you know oh yeah oh it, yeah Great, great feeling, right? And uh, oh. yeah, carry, carry a flashlight, carry a rifle with you when you're looking for the deer. Because uh, even a 45, I don't have my rifle with me either, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> <Just a reminder. laughs> so carry, carry your rifle with you to to go after the deer, even if you've got a sidearm. I think we just we assume there, and that was well, that was bad. Where where legal? Don't forget about that. You know, during uh, during bow season. Now I think this may have changed, but during bow season you cannot have a pistol with you, um, e- even to dispatch a deer. Now again, I think that's changed because the state of Texas is sm- smart, not dumb like some of the other states. Um, hmm. But yeah, 
there's that little factoid. But yeah, I mean, if, if you can't carry a pistol, take your rifle with you. But you know, one one thing I always do, when, and I do this when I'm approaching a deer anyway, uh, I will dial my scope down from you know 12 to like five. That way, if it does get up, it's so close, it's not. Uh, it, you can actually see an anatomy, and you're not looking just at fur. You know, if mm-hmm. you have to pull the trigger again. Yep. And that uh, other podcast that we did that uh, about Tyson's deer was yep. all, all the way back to episode 12, oh, no believe kid. it or not. And on that show notes page, we have some good pictures of that deer. And let me tell you, the fact that that deer actually ran yeah. is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah, go go check it out. Yeah, it's actually, I'll, uh, it, I'll put it, a link to that in this, these show notes. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it goes to show. I mean, you know, it, a, a wound like that, they can still run, you know. Yes. So it's, uh, yep. you know, it happens. But, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, that was a it was a, a good learning experience. Uh, it was a fun experience. Of course, it was made a lot more fun, the fact that we found her. Yes. You know, and it, and it made the, the beer drink drinking after that fact you know, much more uh, smoother and flow I can a lot. vouch for that. My <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was fun. It was a great time. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. All right, well, let's go make some more memories in the field, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, all right. You got anything else to? Hey, thank you, Rich, for uh, coming on and yeah. uh, telling us your 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 story, your horror story that ended amazingly well. <laughs> well, thank you, and maybe hopefully in the future I can come back with a better story than an ass shot. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was still a good story. Uh, hopefully, uh, build off of that. And uh, yeah, like you said, Richard, more memories ahead. Thanks, guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on, buddy. So, Spitz, you got uh, you got anything else to share with the folks before we sign you off? No, I mean uh, this Saturday opening day of duck season, and it could not be better. <laughs> We've got a bunch of ducks in town already. And we have got our first black, our Arctic blast on the way. So that it yeah. is supposed to hit us in Dallas Thursday, on Tuesday. Right? Oh, Tuesday, okay. Yeah, no, no, that, no. That this what we got coming in here is a as a, a front, but this this dude that's coming in behind it is an actual Arctic blast. They're talking forty. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Sure enough, so, I'm looking at it right that, now. Yeah, so that is going to blow a lot of birds down. So I am uh, I'm pretty pumped for Saturday morning. Well, All right. We'll see. So I, I, you know, and I'm due after last year, I struck out, I think it was eight times in a row, eight times. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. you get your limit. Uh, you know what? I'd be curious to hear folks out there. If you're listening, you know, what would you, would you have done anything differently than what Rich and I did in this scenario? You know, how do you handle, uh, a deer that acts like this and, you know, happen, you know, things like that happen. Please let us know. Uh, shoot us an email at howdy at feedbandit.com, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us if we were we we're uh, just rank amateurs, idiots, or did what you would have done. We'd love to hear it either way. So Idiots. <laughs> idiots. You sound like your wife. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, uh, everyone out there, continue having a, a great deer season, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode of the Feed Bandit Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Just a reminder to text the word BANDIT to 345-345. And when you do, you'll join our email list, where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services, along with entertaining tips and tricks, straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss out. So again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345, and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Until next time, have a good one, and remember to support your local feed store.